I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Yes or no, did you ever take banned substances to enhance your cycling performance? Yes. I had no prior knowledge of the planned assault on Nancy Kerrigan. I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in. Guys, welcome back to Oops the Podcast. Uh, hopefully you know and love us still. Uh, we certainly know and love you still. Uh, so thank you for listening. We have a great guest today. Uh, OG New York comedian, very funny guy. Uh, he just dropped a special today on Netflix, 37 and single. Please give it up for Jared Freed. Thank you so much. Thank you. Love a little clap. I'll take it. Thank you for having me. This, let me just tell the people at home, mm. your apartment, you are living large. Thank this you, This is a dude. great apartment. This is like a, this is like a drug dealer ascent <laughs> hot, uh, nice. apartment. Thank you. Like dude. this is on the way up. You're not at the top yet, but, I'm, but this know. is the apartment you get the first one. Right. When you first, like in the movie of right. the drug dealer. He's like, we're moving on up. And yeah. it's like their garbage apartment. And then they go to this one. I think this is the mid, mm-hmm. the fun part of the movie. So right. To speak. Exactly. If I wasn't such an ambitious criminal and right. I stopped here and didn't try to do more, the feds would never have been on to me. This is when life was good. Before <laughs> fur coats. You know, this is when. Yeah, right. This is the perfect. This is the part of the movie that you're like sitting at home like, yeah, let's deal drugs. <laughs> and then you get to the part where he goes too much. You're like, you're going too hard and too fast and then by the end you go maybe drugs aren't the right way exactly (laughs) that's the arc every single time yeah um well dude congratulations very cool thank you is this your first special on like a major network dude it's like the most surprising thing that ever happened (laughs) i'm not gonna lie to you um it's not surprised you know it's weird you go you know we are out there every night you know when you see these these carrots, these these things out there, these goals. You go, mm. you you spend your whole comedy time going, well, why aren't I doing that? Totally. Why aren't I getting that? Where where am I in the grand scheme? And then you get, and then you make it. I, I made the special in December. I paid for it, did the whole like out of pocket, but made it at a level that, mm. you know, that dreams could happen. Like mm. I didn't do the, the 10 grand special mm-hmm. that I could put on YouTube that, wouldn't even get looked at because they're like, we don't use those cameras. Interesting. You do the, okay. You know, if you go to the menu, uh, you know, take away all rebuttals was my thing. And was this a discussion? Were you like, I like, were they like, well, if we shoot it this way, you're not going to have a shot. But if you shoot it this way, you might. If you shoot it this way, this could go on Netflix. Got it. It's basically what you're told and do it. Let's go. I'm not just making something to make it. And then you take it to market, you know, with, you know, the, you try to sell it and you hear the nose and then it takes a long time. How long is a long time? I mean, it's coming out August 15th. It's uh, made in December. So it was done in December. Done February. So you shot in December, fully in the can in February, and then you began to shop it. Right. March-ish, maybe. Let me give it, I'll give it March. Okay. Um, and then you go out and you hear no's and you're like, you know, and you're like, ah, you know, you start trying to like, you come to terms with reality. I made it with Betches, the media company Sick. that I do you up podcast with. And like, mm-hmm. you know, my thing with Betches was like, okay, I'll give away, you know, half to them. They didn't pay. I paid. And then they go, I go, you come in as a, as a co-producer. And in my mind, if all else fails, I put it on my YouTube page and at least, Betches is going to put it on Promote their it. Instagram. Totally. 
and I'll get it's a hedge. That's a hedge. Yeah, exactly. So, so <laughs> and in the selling process, I'm like, we can say this is part of the story. Betches is involved. Like, mm. who doesn't want to be involved with a huge media successful company that is going to promote this special? Yeah, totally. So you start getting no's, and you get like Matt. You're like, how could you look at how many you you go? What the fuck, you know? And then you go, and then I got a call. Hey, uh, Netflix loves it. We're gonna do it. Wow. They're gonna do it. And you very quickly go from why isn't my special getting bought to why would they buy my special? <laughs> <laughs> That's great. It's the quickest That's crazy. confidence change in the world. Yeah. Because I made it a long time ago. I listen, I toured it on the road for a year and a half, a yeah. year. It's good. It yeah. worked in every room I did it in. Mm -hmm. There were very few bad nights like yeah. when I would work on jokes, but then you got to go through the clips and mm -hmm. you got to like watch yourself and you're brutal. You know, we grow up, you know, we, for, you know, that thing where Seinfeld says you're like your age, how many years you've done comedy is your age in mm -hmm, comedy. Mm -hmm. So it's like, if you're one year in, you're a one-year-old. Right. You, know, you have the skills of a one-year-old. Mm -hmm. If you're 13 years in, you're a teenager. You're mm -hmm. starting to get the skills of a teenager. So I'm 13 years in, same as you, right? Where I think I maybe a couple, I started <laughs> maybe a little before that, but not my, I started in 2008. Right. And so around the same time. Around the same time. And you know, you go, we forget that because we're not 40 years in, hmm. a day to us, we have growth. Mm -hmm. We're going through puberty. Right. So our growth at 13 years in is quicker than it would be at 25. 40 years in. This is reassuring to hear this. Do you know what I mean? Right? Yeah, yeah. It, it's only because I put it on tape. I don't even, I wouldn't look at it that way because I'm now doing a whole new hour. I have a whole yeah. new hour material. That I've been working, that it took awesome. me, which is awesome. You know, the way it worked out is the way it's supposed to Perfect, work Perfect, right? You're going right. to tour with new material to promote the special. Anyone listening can come to my show um, and get a brand new hour. If you got any dates you want to play I got dates, jaredfree.com. I'm, I'm going to be out. I'm Atlanta, Long Island, Raleigh, Lexington, Philly, I, Seattle. I'm all over jaredfree.com. But hey. So I'm doing, so, you know, so I'm watching these clips and you go, oh my God, what a, I do that thing all the time and I would have oh, yeah. that thing. So you have to like, again, this last few weeks have been the best time of my life. I'm so happy. Totally. But it's also a lot of anxiety, stress, you know, and then the notes I've gotten from people that like what I do, amazing. You know, they, for us, you know, when people that follow us, we are the rookie card. You know, I've been saying this for years that follow anyone on my podcast because now you hold the rookie card. Now you get to like, right. you know, be like, I knew this fucking I listen guy, you know, I listened when. So I'm getting a lot of notes like that. And it's just been the greatest. I mean, I'm, we're taping this like before it comes out, but it comes out on the day. Yeah, this out. is like, out. Yeah. I'm like sitting here like, what's going to happen? Yeah. You know, like it's a, it's bigger than I can wrap my head around. Totally. Right now. Like, you have not gone through it yet. What yet. it feels like. So I'm just, Cool. You know, like last night I went out cool. and had a nice dinner and drank too much. And nice. I'm like, love it. And I'm like sitting there going, should I, should I just be like getting in shape? I don't oh, know. Yeah. Like, or should I just fat Tuesday? I don't know what I should be doing. Dude. Yeah. I have a lot of great stuff I want to talk to you about that I relate to in your special and in general, right. just like knowing you and what we are interested in and talk about. But first of all, it's funny you mentioned listening to yourself and shit and how that sucks. And like you watch 
something about watching stand up, it's my form of media that I hate watching myself do the most <laughs> for so some hard, reason. Yeah. I don't know why, but like I just hate it. So because it's, it's, it's a chore. Because when you watch it, you go, I do this, I do that. You you're right. critical. Yeah. You're 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 critiquing on the totally. fly. Oh, Totally. I do that? No, I got to stop Why'd doing that. Why did I say that? that? Right. Why did I say that like that? Why did it take me so long to get to that point? Whatever it might be. But it's funny to get icked out by your own special when you talk about the ick in your special. <laughs> <laughs> you know right, what I mean? Right, right, You're right. experiencing your I'm own getting ick. getting the ick from myself talking about the ick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, <laughs> you do have that moment because like- Very you know, meta. Right. It is very uh, looking in the mirror. <laughs> Right at that moment. Yeah. Yeah. I, so I'm, I'm not. I wrote a couple down that I. Okay. And I these aren't like spoilers or anything. And if no. you think they are, we can get rid of I them. I appreciate. But. You know, it's like, it's funny that you even watch. I appreciate. Yeah, of course, thank man. you, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's fun. I, I mean, I love to have a reason to. I feel like I don't watch the things my friends do. Right. And I feel guilty about it. But I'm so busy trying to get people to watch what I do. No, I get it. I and I get. I watch them all. I you know I usually end up watching a special of like a friend of ours, like mm -hmm. someone that's out there. When I'm like home drunk, I'm like, throw it on. Let me have right. fun with this. Like right. I'm, I'm uh, you know, I'm like, I can ease mm -hmm. out of my own insecurity, whatever totally. mode. And I just dive in. And then I, I, and also I'm on the road usually when I do it. Nice. And I love, it's just like a nice night. And I'm like, I get, you know, oh, you know, where, yeah. I don't know. Just that's when I usually watch a special. So I yeah. understand that. Yeah. Well, I feel like in, in it's, it's a helpful exercise, maybe even on the road. Maybe it's just a coincidence to do that. But like, I find that when I do actually watch a special, it gets my brain in a place where like I can make progress with my own stuff. Absolutely. For you, whatever reason. You start like going, oh, I'm hearing the cadence. Yeah. Right. Oh, okay. I've been thinking about this subject. Now I'll do it in that cadence. Right. Right. And you're not like copying. You're no. just like, you're like, oh, it's just. I'm, I'm more of a creative brain at that point. I know exactly. And yeah. to add on to that, no, I know exactly what you mean. And it's like, sometimes if I'm just like sitting and actually writing, which I obviously do, it's, it's the least productive part of my writing process. <laughs> no, but exactly. if I didn't do it, I, I wouldn't be as good. Even if right. I get 10% more from it. I always use the Bill Burr advice that he gives or that he gave once. And I've now made it a motto. He's like, you just, if you have a new minute a week, You'll have 52 minutes by the end of the year. Yeah. And if you put it down that way, you go, okay. And then what I've always thought about that advice, if you do a new minute a week, you have 52 a year. That doesn't mean 52 good minutes. Totally. But you wouldn't have gotten to 22 good minutes if you didn't try for 52 minutes. Totally. And you might have 20 good minutes, but 32 better minutes. And you don't know when you're going to write the better joke. That right. Is, that fits so you in just nicely. have to do it daily and make it a, you know, structure it. Yeah. And make it small. This is anything too. Like yeah. comics have this reputation of like, we're not, you know, lazy, wake up late, smoking weed, getting drunk, you know, whatever. But when comics are working, that is uh there's a work ethic that no, I don't think many people have. Like, Agreed. Yeah. And, you know, and I, and, and I want to talk more about the watching the special thing, but like I was saying this to somebody the other day who was like down on comedy and, uh, you know, whatever. And I, I pointed out to the person that they aren't doing the obvious things that are helpful and that work. And I'm like, it's not a coincidence that guys, and I use you as an example, that guys like Jared Freed, you know, Chrissy D, some of the Stavros, like some like super pervasive people who are, you're seeing them constantly. Like there's a, there's a reason why they're also doing so well. Like they are, they are working their fucking asses off. That doesn't just happen. 
Right. Oh, no. th- oh, that's funny. I'll throw that up. You can't do that once a month and hope to grow. No, no, no. You have to do it. It's every day, every minute. I, and you and know what I mean by that, right? I know exactly. I, what you I mean. didn't mean like, oh, they post. That's the only reason. Obviously, no. I you, don't take it that way at all. Right. I, I, I've been getting a lot of nice things said to me because that's what happens when you have something like this happen, Which is and great. it's very. You know, you have a little bit of an imposter syndrome, as I said, when the yep. minute you get a special, you go, why would they give me a fucking special? Totally. But yeah, I've worked really hard and, you know, it was, the internet was always a part to me of the job mm-hmm. from day one. And You've been ahead of the curve with that. I was always here. doing You were always doing it. You had a pod way, but you had a pop and pod before people had pods. Right. Way before. Way before. And was thinking in that way of like, how do I get butts in the seats? I, I think it's due to a lack of confidence. I didn't think I would ever get booked in anything. Mm-hmm. Like I never thought that I would be cast. I didn't mm-hmm. think I was like, you know, I'm in this weird middle ground of looks. You know, like it's not <laughs> like I'm a classic look. I'm not, you know, obese. Maybe I am by doctor standards, but I like I'm like just like I looked more like the agents than I did the comedians. <laughs> Dude, that's funny. So I always had this thing from agents and bookers and 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 casting people. They weren't excited to bring me because why? Didn't they, they should have just brought themselves. You totally, know, totally. That's really funny. And, and yeah, I saw that, and so I was like, I'll put all this shit on. I'll be funny. I'll go direct to consumer. Right. And yeah, you know. And but then going out and doing stand up every night. You know, I think a lot of people can confuse themselves that. This online thing doing well means their standup's going to be good. No, you got to have it both. You got to have it both. And people know right away. And that's the greatest compliment I get is I get a lot of women that come to my show and they'll bring a boyfriend and the the boyfriend comes in like, who's this guy? He must be pandering to my girlfriend Mm -hmm. because he talks about dating and The Bachelor. Mm -hmm. He must be a pandering fucking son of a bitch douche yeah <laughs> and then they come in and they're like oh no he's just a douche like me and you see them go oh this was like good it wasn't all bachelor stuff it was a you're a real cut you do that you know and yeah. I, that's a great comment because it's like first of all they came because they just liked me mm-hmm. not because they knew stand-up yeah and then they were like holy fuck we right. laughed the and whole he night. brought the heat yeah, yeah. And it's like that's the you know that's why we as comedians get so frustrated when we see someone get on stage that doesn't mm-hmm. that because of the internet stuff. Right, 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 right. We go. That's the impulse. Like, oh God, fuck. They're like, playing catch up in the other direction. Right, and you go, why did I even go to the bar at four o'clock to do an open mic? Like yeah. I'm the I'm the idiot. Yeah, right. That's how you think you're so much smarter than me. Mm-hmm. That you could just be good at stand up without doing the right. work, without learning how to do it, right? Totally, and like, yeah, that is funny too because we didn't even really have that option. Like, no. popping off on the internet wasn't an option yet, so like, it forced us to have to be good enough if we wanted to stick around. Because like, right. you hit a ceiling eventually. Like, you can do open mics, whatever. As people start progressing, if you don't st- keep progressing, people lose steam. Right. Seen a lot of pretty solid people even just stop doing it. That's the thing too. Like, I've been seeing all these people. I'm like. That should, you know, you go, you should have a special, you have a special, you, and you go, man, I'm like, I feel lucky, you know, yeah. but then you go to the work thing, you go, yeah, but I've done work, you know, yeah, it's like, like totally. you know, but it's this weird emotional thing that I keep mm-hmm. going back and forth on. Yeah. Swing the lives. odds in your direction though. Like put, put in the work and maybe you won't have to get lucky. Right. I relate to something you said about the agent thing where you're like, I look more like the agents. Right. Sometimes I also feel more like the agents. Oh, of course I'm you like, have to be. I went to school, but like, and that is also true, but I, and you do have to be, but I mean more in like, just from a resting 
like the way I am as a person way. Right. I'm like, I know a lot of people like this who I went to school with, whatever. And I'm like, I bet they don't like that. They don't want me. And then I'll see some like super like whimsical like comedian who's just got it. Like everything this person t- turns to gold. I'm like, what does that guy do all day? He doesn't even look at the agents and they're just like sweating him. And I'm like, fuck, do I need to be more like that? Right. Well, it is, it takes, um, as far, I agree with you because it's funny. I said, you know, like I call it FTG mode. Okay. <laughs> fuck that guy mode. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's within all of us. Mm-hmm. I would imagine that someone who's my age from a, a suburb outside of a, you know, whatever town, uh, a suburb outside of a city that went to a state school that is told, hey, this guy's just like you. He does, and, and he does comedy. I'm, a, I'm assuming they go, well, fuck that guy. 100%. I'm funny. 100%. And so like anytime you're presented with someone that oh, you look like them, you mm. remind me of them. It's immediately like you're you're like, eh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know about that one. Well, I'll be the judge. Totally. And so when you see someone who's so different than you, you are now interesting Drawn for having and for having presented them to everyone. Mm-hmm. Look, look right. how much I know. Right. You know, look at this person. They walk around in a corduroy suit all day long right. and, and right. they know poetry and as opposed Again. to Jared, who was an AE pie. Right. <laughs> I don't know if you were. Right, no, but you, you know what I mean? close enough. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. but it, that's the point, though. That's that's the hard thing. Again, and everyone has their thing. This mm-hmm. isn't to say this stuff that we're talking about is harder than the corduroy suit person uh-huh. and what they have to figure out. Totally. It is just different. different. It's a different rebuttal. And um, it's it's just it, it's something I think a lot about because I'm like when I put stuff online I'm like what makes me you know shareable right right and when I started doing like the board lord I started yelling at charcuterie <laughs> it was the dumbest <laughs> fucking thing but I could feel people were like it was getting people to share it totally and I'm like oh this is a branding opportunity under the guise of meats and cheeses I will get shared. <laughs> Right. Like Trojan horses, bitch. Right. And it's, you know, the charcuterie thing started from a tweet. I could tell what type of parent you'd be by based on your charcuterie. <laughs> and and then I woke up in the morning to take a flight to Aruba to go on vacation. Sick. And I had all these tweets back with pictures mm-hmm. of charcuterie. And I'm they're like, what pi- type of parent would I be? Mm-hmm. So then I started posting <laughs> on Instagram story. I started re- reviewing them. Then everyone said, what you realize is that a charcuterie is like a baby. Like everyone takes a picture of theirs you know, and has <laughs> right, it on their right. phone. So I had all these people had these pictures and this was the beginning of chart boards becoming mm. a thing. So then TikTok comes out. It can now I can do green screen again. I'm not now I'm not. Hey, check out this funny guy just like you. It's mm-hmm. check out charcuterie guy. Right, right, right. You know, like right. and look at this guy. He's wearing a king's crown talking about charcuterie like he's out of his fucking mind and it's like yeah okay and then you start to learn about like yeah that's how what motivates right that people connected on it oh we were talking about charcuteries the other day and they thought it was funny so when you see a new thing come out is that do you approach it like that like as an opportunity you're like oh are you kind of like oh fuck i now need to learn how to use this app oh no i i never everything was for young people at one point right you know, when people were talking about TikTok, and I was late to TikTok because I, I just was like, I, I don't know if I was lazy or what, or just it didn't, 
it did TikTok doesn't really serve me as well because I mean, I guess the same could be said for like social media, but TikTok especially, you have to do one thing and repeat it to death mm. to really crush it. Crush it. Nimesh has been very successful on TikTok. He's crushed it. He's crushed it because he does one thing, stand up. Mm -hmm. And and he d does it to death, mm -hmm. which is what I should probably do. We should all do. If we want to do stand up, you put out stand up. But I, you know, I like yelling at charcuterie. I like being funny <laughs> in other ways. Yeah, yeah. I like doing the bachelor, yeah. you know, live scream. So I'm like, I'm going to do what I do everywhere else here. Totally. So TikTok is going to be slower for me. That's okay. Mm -hmm. I, I'd rather someone who really loves my stuff than anyone who wants to eat me. Fine, you know, uh, eat me. I'm, <laughs> no, no, I, no, I went no, into no. A, a metaphor halfway through. <laughs> I'd rather be. <laughs> that's, just, that's how I talk about people like me. Um, but no, you know, so. Um, yeah, so that's been slower, but I I still put out the shit. Yeah. That yeah. I enjoy. And so when I see TikTok or the new thing, I go. I, you know, parent, it'll be Facebook at some point. Right, right, right. Yeah. Right. Yep. So the old person. I, but thing. The, again, that was another thing. Like people used to make fun of me or make fun. I, they weren't being mean, but like when I'd say I'm taking a night off to yell at the bachelor, people were like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I'm like, I don't know. It feels like I'm doing my own TV show every week. Yeah. And it's funny now to see like, oh, you know, they're like, oh, that probably was a good idea. When things work, everybody, people stop hating on you as much. <laughs> right. They're At like, first, yeah, it can be hard. Like it's sort of, I, I've, I think I mentioned this before. I didn't think of this, but the idea of like, how do you become a thought with a million followers? You start as a thought with 500 followers <laughs> and it's cringe. You know what I mean? But then once right. you have a million followers, now people are bragging about you. Right. Oh, I went to high school. Though. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah. this guy. Fucking, yeah, you know. well, that's again, the, you know, why don't I have a Netflix special? Why would I ever have a Netflix special when you go from, you know, yeah. look, I went to high school with this chick who puts out bikini pictures. Look, I went to high school with this model. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah. It, it's a change of tone. Totally. Dude, know? and it's funny too, like how fickle our brain is and for good reason, because it's like so subjective that like things aren't always necessarily true. So for example, while you're shopping around your special, the same special. Right can be you you think it's not that good but suddenly netflix buys it and suddenly oh then it is i knew it was good it is good right i right. wonder if you went through that at all during the process of people rejecting you or whatever with the special in particular i no i a little bit that happens with comics a lot you know you don't you know you didn't become funny the minute someone hired you right you were always right. funny right. and then you got hired and an opportunity to pop off right. and the opportunity took right. and you know that's uh I don't, I, I'm sitting here before it comes out that I, and, and I'm in that headspace of like, I don't even want to imagine, I don't want to get ahead of myself. You know, like yeah. I, cause I'm like, maybe it could be nothing. You know, maybe mm. something comes out and no one watches it. Totally. And, and that's the next people, step. That's the thing. Because that's, it's made now. So now, right. oh shit, I forgot that people now get to judge it. I was right. so focused on selling it that I forgot that that doesn't necessarily mean, <laughs> right. you know what I mean? Who knows? We know people, we know people with Netflix specials who um, have the same life they had before it. Mm -hmm. And we also know people who, uh, who fly private. Yes. You know, so yes. Is, totally. And, and I just, you know, I guess I don't think nothing's going to happen. I think something, I think people are going to, I love it. I'm happy with it. Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't mean to sound negative on it. I hope I don't no, sound, no, no, you, you know, because I do love it. It was yeah. a perfect, picture of where I was at 37 December 2022 totally. 
And I think people are going to relate to it highly, but I, I definitely, I don't, you know, like I'm, I also don't want to say, you know, you know, fuck it. You know, I'm not going to be like, yeah. fuck everybody. Yeah. I'm Mr. Netflix now. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, yeah. you should take that out as a clip. Yeah. <laughs> take that completely <laughs> out of context. <laughs> out of context. Don't watch this special. <laughs> hey, losers. You didn't think I was going to make it, did you? You know, like I'm not that guy. <laughs> well, dude, per, per your like own construction, at least you are successful without it also. At the very least. And right. I'm sure it's going to crush and Thank it's very you. relatable. And I find that that sort of special, the beauty of this new era is that like the sort of like gatekeeping is a little less intense in that right. even though you're, you know, a white and by your words, average looking guy who looks like more, <laughs> more like the agents, right. they can't deny you if it's what people want. Right. right. Whereas before they got to completely decide they don't anymore. Direct to consumer, direct to, you know, and I, you know, my podcast keeps going. Mm -hmm. um, it's going to be up there for two years at a minimum. Mm -hmm. It's going to be on Netflix. You can search it anytime. You can rewatch it. You can watch it later. I will. I would hope if you're listening or watching watch in the first week that could be yeah. helpful for me yep. you yeah. know i would Go say give it. it two minutes i think if you get to if you get to two minutes you'll get to an hour <laughs> right. i think if you get to two minutes you get to an hour if you watch the special i really yeah. do believe that and listen some people they hear an hour special i got no time give it two minutes yeah yeah well dude like honestly i really enjoyed it obviously i'm gonna say that but i do mean it <laughs> I, i'm serious I, I do mean it i thought it was really really solid really funny like obviously a guy who does comedy in new york tons of laughs tons of good moments in there super relatable i was quoting the indiana business school line to hill dog last night <laughs> and we both got a good laugh out of that really right. great uh and you know tons of relatable stuff in a lot of ways both for like people in our age range i'm also 37 and you know in general so you, pretty badass it looked sick i was thinking that too it was like straightforward in it and like sometimes almost pimp what would you say oh really yeah no way. almost pimp sick Shout yeah, yeah. he's pimp. great yeah he's the best i didn't even know he he had it like that i'm sure it was obvious but i, I mean, oh dude he made the stefanos fuck and yeah. then i was like and i've known mike you know from around and yeah you know, that's the cool part is like you get to make it with people who are on the rise. Totally. Like Mike Lavin, Homeless Pimp, like he was taking pictures of people at the cellar and going on the road it. with yeah. comics, yeah. making their specials for YouTube. And yeah. now he's got a special on Netflix. Yeah. You know, like Sick. it's all fucking great. Like Super Betches, cool. it's Betches' first ever thing on Netflix. Like a huge Sick. media company, their first thing, you know, and it's all family, you know, like mm. that's like the cool part, like. You know, it's my special, but it's like ours. It's like, mm. it's like a whole, like the Betches, like working with them has been the greatest pleasure in the world. And like now I'm doing all their podcasts to like talk about it. Mm -hmm. Cause like we're going to, I'm going to go on every one of theirs. Perfect. And I'm just sitting there. It's like, I'm there with my sisters, you know, like they, they, and there is, and it's funny. Cause like, they were like, do you have, you know, their team comes into formation, like to like make, you mm. know, to do their marketing. Totally. And then they're like, okay, so what we need, and I, they, they go through all their accounts. They have like Betches Brides, Betches, you know, Diet Starts Tomorrow, You Up, which is our podcast, uh, at Betches of the Pop Culture. They have uh, all uh, the, the, the political one. They have a, you know, Betches Daily, or it's like political. Um, I literally had a bit for every account they had. Wow. Like I had a clip. I go, I literally like pushing. I was like, here's the dating. 
Here's the weight stuff. The mm-hmm. diet starts tomorrow one. Here's the political, like a little bit like, uh, you know, like the, uh, you know, cancel culture, you know, thing there, you know, and it was just like a moment where I was like, oh, we are like just made for each other. Mm. Like, it's crazy. It's perfect. Dude. Yeah. Perfect fusion. Guys, if you have any interest in taking your life and making it into a more sustainable one, environment friendly life, Reboot Eco, an amazing marketplace for all things sustainable. I was very skeptical and selfishly too lazy to even attempt to start incorporating some of these things into my lifestyle. I was like, eh, it's too much of a pain in the ass or this stuff isn't going to work. And none of that is true. Uh, It's convenient, solid, and like better than the products that I was used to before. I've said this in other episodes, but the toothpaste is amazing. Foams like regular toothpaste uh, comes in sustainable packaging. It's all natural. uh, Really great. Uh, and t- honestly, I like it better than real toothpaste. It's not like, oh, but I'm trying to be better for the environment. So I'll take this L it's not that it's like the real deal kind of stuff. Deodorant that works bamboo toothbrushes that don't get disgusting on the bottom. This is the new iteration of all this stuff. They also have beauty products. I love the serum bar. I love the shampoo and conditioner bars and a bunch of amazing cleaning products for your home space, your workspace, any stuff you need to have clean. Basically, all of your household needs can be covered uh, by really cool, cutting-edge Reboot Eco products. Uh, So right now, you can go to RebootEco.com, use promo code OOPS, you'll get 15% off of your order. That's R-E-B-O-O-T-E-C-O.com, 15% off. We think you're going to love the stuff. Uh, Go in there and buy a bunch of it and let us know what you think. I've known you to talk a lot about like body stuff, body dysmorphia stuff, weight concerns, whatever. So specifically to this, because you you mentioned this before, which yeah. I think is funny because this happens to me every single time I'm about to have like a somewhat important visible moment. Right. And if that moment doesn't go how I hoped, I then blame it on the fact that I wasn't able to be presentable enough. And if I oh had been, God. and yeah. I, it sounds like you relate to this a bit. So <laughs> I want to hear about that in general, but I also want to hear how it has impacted you leading up till today when the special releases, I know it's a few days before. Uh, so like walk us through that preparation of being ready for when the special drops and that thought in general. Well, here you're totally right. The <laughs> idea, well, that's all parents too. Like my parents, it's how did you look? What are you mm, wearing? Interesting. What do you, you look a little heavy. Mm. You know, that's like parent shit and family shit. Mm-hmm. Very Jewish, Italian. <laughs> like that's a very, every conversation my parents is food, body, weight, food, body, weight, mm-hmm. food, body, weight. It's, mm-hmm. it, 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 it hovers over everything. So it's like, again, pass, fail. Well, you know why? You look great. You know, right, like, right, you know right. why? You know, my right. mom, like even the night of the special, she's like, you know, this is, you're, you're shaved. You did it all right. Like, that's the only reason it could. Right. And then the only reason it, well, when you wear the jeans that you haven't washed in a week, <laughs> then you don't get a stand-up special. Right. No. You know, like, that They, they can over, tell. They can tell. Sweet. They can tell. And, and then drinking gets into that. Because, like, if I take four days off of drinking, I can see to my face. And I don't think anyone can notice. And then my dad goes, not drinking, huh? Yeah. He goes, I saw it on Instagram. I think you're not drinking. I go, how did you know? He goes, Hey, this is what happened. Look at your face. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, can you just not mention anything? <laughs> like, can you just shut up about everything? You don't have to say, I don't need to, I'm doing it, you know? Yeah. And so I, so the idea of like how you look is how you feel. It's almost too connected. Something mm. you, I agree with that, but it's like, you want, I wish I didn't have that on my mind. Like I, yeah. you know, I talk about nighttime eating in the special. Yeah. When I nighttime eat, it ruins my next day. Yeah. 
but I can't stop nighttime eating. Yeah. It's like a weird. I feel you. It kills like, and I try to, I work on this all the time because it's like that doesn't have to be connected to everything else. Right. It's like a tennis metaphor where it's like the point is over. You play the next point. Well, that's the, that's the biggest part is like when you fuck up, so to speak, and you binge eat, now you can't even regular eat. Right. That's the right. hardest part. Cause right. then you fucking now you're you punish yourself, yourself. Yeah. the next day. Yeah. So if you, if you're on that cycle, like I'll go out at night, get drunk. If I just got drunk and then like passed out, no yeah. eating. I'd be okay. I'd be I, my, I wouldn't even regret anything. Mm -hmm. It's that food. Then I go the next day. I go. I go. Okay. I guess I gotta have a protein bar in twelve hours. Yeah. And now it affects my dating life because I'm like, hey, I gotta cancel the date tonight because I got drunk last night and I ate last night and I don't want to feel fat two nights. Yeah, tomorrow. yeah, right. So now I'm canceling the social activities because all leading yeah. back to one thing, and it's not the food. It, you go. It is the alcohol. Right, because right. the alcohol gets me to eat the food. It, it allows me to mm -hmm. eat the food, which is like, that's a horrible Agreed. thing in itself, and I know it. And I, but, and when I'm on like a good way, I'm like, look at how I live my life. Like, I know, I, like if I'm dating someone, like, hey, let's go to the baseball game and have a couple beers and then eat like you know pigs. Right. That's a good day. That's a, that's okay. Right. You, you want to save that for those nice days, right? As I'm opposed doing, to doing it as randomly. As opposed to the middle of the night, three in the morning, like food On I didn't Tuesdays. even taste. Yeah, right. For no reason, um, dude. It's very relatable, and for me, it all comes <clears throat> back to it's like, okay, well, why do I care about what I look like? And that is an interesting thing right. for me to unpack because it's like sometimes I'm convinced that. The better that I look, it will immediately mean that I'm going to be more successful. But then right. I look back on some of my past, my, in my past life, well, you know, 10 years ago, where it was like the, the say 2015, 2014, worst years of my comedy career, let's say, just for the exercise. Mm. Six years in, I don't think that that's uncommon. It becomes hard to make new milestones. Right. I have no money. I'm in amazing shape. Doesn't fucking matter. Right. Doesn't matter. So I'm like, okay, well, and also like, it's kind of funny to be sort of overweight. Like right. you're more relatable and, and people right, like you more. Right. And then I'm like, okay. But then I go back to, I'm like, you know what, dude, have you seen a fucking leading man with tits? No, you <laughs> haven't, dude. It doesn't happen. You need to get in there. Right. So it's like, and I can never decide right. which one I actually feel. So a lot of the times I won't make any progress. Right. This is why, you know, lately, especially with material, I'm just like, I got to tell a story that excites me. Mm -hmm. A story about me. Like, cause what ends, I know what you're talking about. Like you go the relatable thing. Well, now I'm dealing with weight issues and I can talk about it. If I look good on stage, I can't talk about the weight issues mm -hmm. on stage. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that's not true. Right. Like you got to live your life and you got to like live well and be okay. And then you're funny no matter what. You tee yeah. that up nicely in the special too. Like very, it's, it's not noticeable to an, a non-comedian right. in that like it was intentional where you're like. I'm going to talk about weight stuff. You acknowledge the fact that you look better than a lot of the people in the room. Or <laughs> right. Some, some unspecifically, but something like that. Yeah. But it's good. It does. It allows you to have context that allows you to kind of like explore these topics more without seeming inconsiderate. Well, because everyone thinks they have problems. Mm -hmm. That's the one thing you have to like when people talk about privilege. That's why that subject annoys the fuck out of people. Mm -hmm. like people hate that subject because. No one want, life is hard for everybody in mm -hmm. some way or another. So when I go on stage and I'm like, I've been trying to lose 10 pounds my whole life. And I say that, <laughs> which is absolutely true. Yeah. I'm always 10 pounds away, always losing 10. I got to lose 10 pounds. That means I got to lose 20 so that I can gain back 10. So I'll be happy at 10 mm -hmm. loss. Mm -hmm. You know, I have that in yeah. my head. Yeah. 
Um, but when I say that, I don't want to act. I want to make sure everyone is involved. Yeah. I want to make sure everyone in the room can have fun with this material. I don't want someone like that. Ah, fuck you. Right. You're fine. You're right. fine. Because I again, we learned this from going on the road, from going on stage. You hear one woman. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. no, you're fine. I, I, I had a woman in Portland yell at me. You're not fat. <laughs> that was her heckle. Yeah, yeah. I was like, well, and then that became a joke. Yeah, yeah. That became a bit I did on Tonight Show. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, that is, that because I've never wanted to, that's something I never want yelled at me because then someone else in the room is like, ah. Right, something you see fat people in the front row you're like fuck you're like i'm gonna do it the bit but hopefully they don't get mad right yeah, and yeah, you yeah. go so i'm saying like i know your struggle differently i know your struggle if you're looking at me going i well he's got a body that i would want yeah you know i i can understand that too and that even becomes a joke to some people mm, when right, i say right. like yeah i have a body <laughs> that might be your goal weight someone's like no fucking right, way right, right exactly you know so it all works on Another all directions and it, again it's just me being me if I start at, and this goes back to like, you know, which direction should I go with my body mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to be more successful? It's like, it doesn't matter. It as doesn't long matter. As you're you, you because know? by by doing the punish yourself thing, that is the stuff that will actually affect your career negatively. Right. Where I'm like, I can't go to the comedy club because I'm going to get fucked up and I'm on a health kick right, right. now. That's wrong. You need to. There, be there. it is. Yeah. Right. So you, it's like, that should be, it's important, but it's not the main thing. Right. Because here's the other thing. It's like, there's so many comics that are like, they think there are people out there who think the only way you can do stand up comedy is if you have this horrific backstory mm -hmm. that you're fucking Batman or some mm -hmm. shit. <laughs> I couldn't disagree more with that yeah. premise. Like, agreed. Yeah. The, the, and, and what they do is they make sure that they're, they almost become, uh, what do they call it? When you get in your own way, like the self-destructive. Yes. Yeah, self they do, you know, they do behavior. Ah, this is what we do as comics. Right. And I'm like, nah, that's what you do. Dude. <laughs> that's what you do yeah, to yeah. like give yourself the room to not do the work. Yeah. Yeah. Which is funny too. Cause that, that is a thing in general though, for bad behavior in general. Like there've been times where I'm sitting in on like a shit talking session mm -hmm. where one person becomes self-conscious cause they realize they're going too hard. And then they'll be like, ah, oh, we're comics. This is what we do. Right. 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 And you're like, I'm like sometimes, uh, but like, I don't know, dude, this is not that healthy. We're being mean. <laughs> we're being assholes. <laughs> this is very bad. Yeah. Um, but dude, so we, we talked about this on the last episode. We did. I'm going to show you this. So it's funny too, because I have experienced my body at every weight pretty right. much. I've been like, pretty fucking fat and I've also been like too skinny mm -hmm. as an adult. Right. So it's interesting to like, I hope that that gives me the context to like maybe get somewhere where I feel really confident and I don't feel like I need to keep improving. And so much of it is clothing. Like the hardest part is totally. gain weight and you go, and you go, this could be a good weight, but these clothes that I have aren't good for this weight. Right. And they just might not be good on you. Right. Period. You right. Know what I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like I had like gold pants and shit like dude in tw 2015, I got really fucking skinny. Yeah. And I, I'm going to show you this picture of myself. I remember thinking when this photo was taken, that if I lost 10 more pounds, that I would look great. Look at this fucking. That's, I saw this today. Yeah, I put, that's a crazy photo. It's a crazy photo. I'm like 165 pounds there. It's, yeah. And I you look, probably were not even, like you, you probably weren't even look, feeling good. No, I wasn't doing day. shit. And I was in LA, I was making no money. And I was going into my evenings where I needed to be do comedy and be social and like try to make things pop off. And I was too tired to participate because I was too addicted to this. Right. You know what I mean? So, right. And that's, that's hard. And it's like, there's, it's like, again, like, but 
the hardest thing is finding consistency one, mm-hmm. but then the moderation thing, life yeah. is moderation. Like, right. and that's so hard to find. Cause like, I like three martinis. Oh, I love them. Right. I can't, I, I can't give them up. The number. Yeah. 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 I, I like when, like last night I went for dinner with a friend and we went to the bar afterwards and he's like, I gotta go. I gotta be up early. And he left at the appropriate. I go, I'll stay. <laughs> and I kind of stayed for a couple reasons. One, I wanted like the post dinner alone at a bar, just not talk to anyone. Mm-hmm. Like we just had a ping pong conversation back and forth. I'm like, let me just breathe. I'll get another drink while I'm breathing. And then another part of it was just like, I don't want it the day to end. I don't want, I want to, yeah. I want to like, I didn't feel that like I have to I wake up and do s- all this shit tomorrow. Fuck right. that. Let's not go to bed. And I've been having that a lot lately, especially leading to the special because I'm like, you know, I'm five days away now. I'm going, I would just, I want to live in this, mm. you know, this pre anything, mm-hmm. pre disappointment, pre not, you know, excite. I don't know, you know, yeah. and I, it's, um, it's hard. It's, that's the point where I go because I, if I look back on the night when he's like, "I'm gonna get out of here," I got, I could have done that in bed. Yeah, right, <laughs> you know, I didn't right. have to do that with another drink, and then I ended up ordering late mm-hmm. and ordering food after dinner, a second fucking dinner, <laughs> like a piece of shit. <laughs> a second, a second dinner. dinner, like a piece of shit. I was so mad at myself this morning. <laughs> I woke up. I like don't remember like how I got home. I get home. I'm like, I remember eating. I was yeah. like, why can't I forget that shit? And the order was crazy. It was stupid. And then, you know, today I've just been all day like, Fuck. what's wrong with you, Jack? Yeah, what's yeah. wrong with you? And then I went and got the craziest part about nighttime eating is what you will do at night and what you won't allow during the day. Totally. So, like, I didn't eat all day because I ate last night. And then, and I drank last night and I woke up. I said, no, Jared, you got to fucking get it together. Stop it. This is stupid. For the umpteenth time. Mm-hmm. 2.30 before I came here, I got a podcast before this. I came here. I go of two hands. You ever been to two hands? Best breakfast burrito in the city. Place is great. Place is great. Well, I didn't even get to fucking experience the mm-hmm. breakfast burrito so because good. I had a bagel and lox and a chicken salad wrap and a bacon, egg and cheese last night. <laughs> The old three for the old, three for three. The old trifecta. <laughs> the old trifecta. You know that classic order. <laughs> a chicken salad wrap with bacon, bacon, One egg, guy. and cheese. Dude. Bagel and lox. You know, that's what you get. That's the number one on most restaurants, right? That's fucking It's a special. The number one y'all have the number one. Oh, yeah. bagel and lox, chicken salad wrap. <laughs> It's crazy. Bacon, egg, and cheese? Nice. The old number one. The old yeah. number one. What a dumb fucking order. And so I go to Two Hands because it was right there. And I'm like, okay, what I have for breakfast when I'm being healthy is egg white omelet. Mm-hmm. That's like my go-to. I go in there and they're like, it's a great breakfast. It's like an Australian breakfast mm-hmm. place. I didn't even know that was a thing. Brecky. Brecky. So it's just funny. I'm like, I look at the waitress. I was like, do you have egg whites? And as I said it, I was like, you fucking fraud. <laughs> you fucking loser fraud. You had three sandwiches last night. Do you have egg whites? Do you hear? She goes, nah. You know, she's. 
Nar. Uh, I'm like, okay, I'll do the eggs. And I'm actually, and I got eggs with bacon well done. That's like a, a move I've done. So and as I'm doing that, I'm like, oh, I wonder how much cream's in this. Right, right. And I'm going, Jared, I go back and forth between, I wonder how much cream's in this eggs. Dude, Jared, you had three dinners in one. <laughs> you, you, you had three sales. What are you talking about? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> How many drinks does that to you? Like, what's the cutoff where you're you're ordering food? It doesn't take a lot for me. So it's three versus two, the number? Because you mentioned that earlier. Two, I could get through it, but I will be jonesing. It'll be very much addiction behavior. I'm like, you know, like I I was in LA to do podcasts there and I didn't eat one of the nights, but I did have a cookie. Mm -hmm. Like, it was like the cookie was almost like my version of morphine. Right, right, you know, right, like, right, right. No, no, what do they give? No, but it is, her- it, is it's, uh, no, uh, the clinic, the, the heroin, the heroin, uh, how are we not? It's the methadone. Methadone. Yeah. That was my methadone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's dangerous because sometimes the methadone leads to use of the heroin. I don't well, know. I mean, listen, one you know cookie I mean? away from yep. now I'm making popcorn, now yep. I'm having a slice of pizza, now I'm having, oh, I'll order some ice cream. Yep. I've done that. Yep. I've I've gone Shame. methadone to heroin yep. in my food way. Yep. You know, yep. Like. yep. 100%. For me, it's like two, I'm good. Two. Right. If I were to be able to just have two drinks, and I've been working on this, and I've been better this year about not falling off completely where I feel mm. like I need to start over after I've worked so hard to try to get in shape. Dude, this is the thing. That's like, been my big thing this year. I, this is where we agree I completely. Like my brother and I used to live together and we'd like sit there, it'd be like Sunday morning, we'd we like woke up hungover and he's like, uh, you going to work out today? I'd be like, I don't know. Are you going to work out today? He's like, want to have a wash? And we used to call it a wash where it's like, we either go work out and we have a healthy day or it's a wash. We start tomorrow. We start tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And then we have three legitimate <laughs> death bed meals. <laughs> like we have three electric chair last meal meals not one yeah. which is like why not go to the gym have a healthy day right. then have a nice dinner right. Right. of your choosing and no have balance. like the fun thing tonight no, no 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 we had to have three we're gonna do the bacon egg and cheese <laughs> with a third one to split we're gonna do uh you know the big sub from like Arm, right, you know, yeah, like, right. You're you're cutting into Chinese. fried chicken, and you're like, I'm gonna miss this right. tomorrow. Tomorrow, <laughs> you know, and then by Wednesday you're eating it again, right? And you didn't even enjoy it. You might as well have enjoyed it, you know right? I mean? It really is such a mind fuck. But yeah, so like two, I'm good. Three, mm-hmm. it's like I might be good, which tricks right. me into having three. But some nights three turns into six. And I'm up till 5 a.m. watching music videos. And then the next day I can't, I'm not as effective. And right. it's very subtle, but over time that behavior can add up. You know, in your case, it seems like you're still super productive and that's great. I try to. I mean, today, like I'm I'm like, you know, I'm I'm hurting. <laughs> like I I've been funnier, you know, like I've been sharper than I am now. You're pretty good, dude. I'm you're doing, doing okay. Thank you're you. You're doing pretty I, good. I I I don't know. It's just like a daily struggle. I hate that it's every day. Like, yeah. and you go, I describe it. I, you know, I'm semi joking that it's an addiction nighttime eating on the special, but like, also, it's the same behavior, I think. Yeah. It's just a different thing. That story was great, by the way, we were trying to get into the house. I was like, that's super fucking relatable, dude. Oh my God. That you're was this like, angry addict who can't get what they want. Right. And you're like acting insane. Yeah. Cause my parents, they had this house, they have this house in Boca. And I'm like, 
I'm like, I, I just always imagine like what the neighbors, like if they saw me running around a house yeah. and I'm like, I must think this guy, like what's wrong with yeah. the Creed family? Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's like a story for why, like, it's not great to have a gun at home because they <laughs> thought you were robbing the house and your parents, your right. own parents shoot you. you right. Know, yeah. well, who's this guy? Well, <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, dude, yeah, it's crazy. And it's just, it's such an interesting thing, uh, how stressful that whole thought process is. But then, you know, if I get into a place where I'm I'm doing, I'm behaving in a way where I feel like I have control over my destiny. Because mm. that to me is like the most stressful part where it's like, I can fully control this. Right. I can't control my career. If I can't control this, why would you ever think you can control your career at all? And right. again, doesn't have to be related. We well, can be good back, at some things or bad at other things. You know what I mean? That goes back to the minute a week. Mm -hmm. If I'm doing a, minute, a new minute a week, that's all that matters. Yeah. Everything else will fall into place. Totally. Like if I gave myself with drinking, if I was like, you could have 10 drinks a week. That's not, I don't think a doctor would be okay with that. But I would, but that would, if I said, and I had like a, a little pen and paper where I marked down 10 for the week, you're done. Right. I'd probably get to all of my goals, fitness wise, yeah. food wise. I'd feel better. It, it, but it, again, if I, quantify it in that way mm -hmm. it'd probably be easier than hey cut the drinking that's so right. vague right maybe that's something i'll do maybe from now on i'll go 10 10 a week, 10 a week. where'd you come up with 10 i don't know 10, i don't know nice round number yeah that means i could have two i don't get fatter right that's the <laughs> i don't get fatter number right i don't get fatter is important right that's the and yeah. hey oh, oh, when are you gonna have your 10 maybe i'll have them all on sunday yeah, yeah. really fuck yeah, myself up but yeah. it's only sunday you're done Ten. I'm saving my 10 it's yeah. like it's like weight watchers for fucking alcoholics <laughs> well, dude, uh, points i love drinking too and i'm actually not willing to not drink i've realized that because there have been times where i'm right. like you stop drinking i'm like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna do that that's well that's where it cuts to moderation i'm not like i do exactly I'm not going to do that because I'm not a bad, I don't think I'm a bad drunk. Like I, yeah. I, I think I'm like a pretty, like whenever I've felt bad about drinking, someone's like, no, you were great last night. Like, oh, you, you just like were on your phone. What are you talking about? <laughs> just like, like I, that's the response I get yeah. to my anxiety. Like, what are you crazy? Dude, yeah. you were like eating yeah. and then you fucking, you didn't do any, you didn't even say anything. You, were, I mean, I've, especially with women in my past, like they're like, you're the most loving person I've ever you uh. know texted with when they're drunk. I'm like, I gotta stop doing that too. Like, I <laughs> no, dude, I feel you. I I find too that my behavior when drunk is not a reason to stop, which right. makes it harder to do the moderation thing. Because first of all, dude, I will also say this: some nights I'll get fucked up and make like really good choices for the for my future, okay. which might sound crazy. <laughs> well, but what, like, what's the last choice you made? And and you know the the jury's still out on this, but a famous example, not that famous, because you you probably don't know about it. But like like a thing I always talk about is like I wasn't sure if I was gonna go do this comedy thing in Africa with these Africans. It seemed, everybody was telling me it seemed sketchy. And I was thinking I would go film it, but I was too afraid to do it. And one night I got bombed and booked the book of non-refundable flights and woke up with flights. And I was like, well, going to Rwanda. Come on. And it's like shaped the trajectory of what I work on now. That's what Amazing. I spent my time. So cool, right? And now right. will that end up being a successful endeavor? I mean, we'll see. Well, uh, we, but that, that's the other thing is like, what do we consider success? <laughs> right. No, true. You know, you go, right. is making it success? is you know the, this is the other thing like i had someone i did another podcast and they were like they read something that i had said and they really made it sound bad in my opinion <laughs> they're like so you like got into comedy because you're like i just want to be make money doing comedy huh that was their thing and i go you're like 
I was like, I don't think I said it in that tone. Like I was like, <laughs> I, I go, I want to be funny for money. Right, right. If if we don't acknowledge that as comedians, then we don't become totally. comedians. You I agree. Know? I agree. So I was like, yeah, I want to be funny for money. And I go, it's not. It's a very that's not, that's standard goal. Being, right? What's that? That's a very standard goal. I want to earn money doing this eventually. Right. And again, I I say it out loud because I do think comedians want to be the cool. This is my art. Right, I don't know right. money. I don't care what about the you money. know? I don't care. Yeah, yeah you do. Fuck off. Yeah. You want to pay bills and be able to do what you love. I'm not looking to be fucking Jay Leno. You know, Jay Leno brings up every five minutes. I never spent my Tonight Show money. Like, it's like a bit at this point. Mm -hmm. Like, you ever see an interview? He uh, he brings it up every fucking yeah. interview. And you're like, dude, you must really be diseased with cheapness. Like, <laughs> He also seems like he buys a lot of shit. He buys cars yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Right. It, it, so I, it's weird. I, and I've heard he's the nicest guy in the world. But, like, the more he brings it up so much that you're like, what's? Are you okay, man? Yeah. Like, like, get off cool. this one. Yeah. Do you want us to like? Do you want? I, it, do you almost, want us to rob you? <laughs> For real? Like, like right. why do you? He, keep he telling makes us? it sounds like he's Scrooge McDuck and he has that bank vault that he swims in every day. <laughs> That's what he sounds like. Right, right, right. And you know, so when I said to the guy, I was like. Yeah, I didn't really say it that I go, I would want to be funny for money. I go, that is something I've said in the past. I can understand why you, I didn't even say it to him. I was just like, I, in my mind, I'm like, I gotta understand why he took it that way. Right. The reality is stand-up's the prize. You get to do it if you do everything else. Mm -hmm. Like you get to do it if you go to Rwanda and you make the video that took you a lot of work right, right, that right, people right. found and they go, oh my God, I love this. You know, Julio made this amazing Rwanda video. What else is he doing? And mm -hmm. then they come to your shows because right. they saw the Rwanda video. Right. You get to do stand-up. Right. So it's like the prize. Totally. So again, that that goes into like a very zen-y, like I'm thinking, no, you know, that, I, I'm not that guy usually, but it's a great way to like, you know, it's a perspective shift. What is a shift? What is success? Yeah, totally. Know? And to your point, and well, this reminds me of something else though, that so shifting but still on the same mm. tone what so you have always been good at doing things that where you're being yourself right? right and it's funny because i don't know that i put this together and maybe you were more aware of it but like being yourself in something will actually positively impact your stand-up touring oh absolutely if you're just like playing the third lizard in lizard man or whatever <laughs> it's not going to sell comedy tickets no you, you know well, what I mean? that, that's the thing it used to be the friend in a sitcom would be doing stand-up. They were like usually a stand-up. Right. Like Brad Garrett. Right. You right. know, right. Brad Garrett is Ray Romano's brother. Mm -hmm. He's on that show and he's probably doing the road every weekend. Yeah. You know, whatever. Or when Pat they're Oswalt, off. All like a lot of like side. Yeah. Sitcom characters. And yeah. that's how you got people because they look at the poster. Huh. I know that guy from mm -hmm. Raymond. Mm -hmm. Let's go see the Raymond guy. Mm-hmm. That's how you sell tickets nowadays. Everyone's so zoned in on their who they follow and what what stuff they like. Yeah, yeah. That you go. I, I guess like I also am not an actor, so like I couldn't play the third lizard. Hmm. I could. <laughs> <laughs> I could lizard it up. Yeah. I just I I I. Anytime I went to an audition for like acting, I felt like I was a fraud. Hmm. I was like, this isn't. I'm more radio guy than I am actor guy. Right. And right, and right. I do like having funny conversations about stupid shit. Mm -hmm. Like I got 
guac with a pit in it. <laughs> and it came with a pit in it. Like that to me, to rail about that is like the most fun gnaw on the bone subject. Like yeah. why would they give it? Like we've taken away some of your guac. We, you know, it's all. How did this get in here? How does this, this is get the biggest in pit in nature? Right. And the way I, <laughs> it was crazy. And then I kept thinking of like how I went about, how I needed the waitress to know. Mm -hmm. Like I needed it. <laughs> but I didn't want to complain. I want to be like, what the fuck is this doing in here? Yeah. I said it in a curious way. I was like, huh. hey, is this what you guys do? <laughs> the pit? Right. Does and, this preserve the flavor more? Right. I, and she goes, no, it's to keep it fresh. Oh. And I was like, how long do you think it's going to take me to eat this guacamole? This three ounces of guacamole. <laughs> like, in what world is freshness getting lost? Like, I don't know who you think you're dealing yeah. with. You think I'm like putting it away for work yeah. tomorrow? This is only my first dinner. Right. <laughs> <laughs> There's plenty of room. The appetizer, yeah, the yeah. appetizer. Yeah. That's funny. Um, well, listen, we have like a few, few more minutes. I want to. I'm probably not going to get to everything that I wanted to. Sorry, I to. no, no, it's, that's good. We you want? I feel like as and you know, you're a you know prolific podcaster. <laughs> I'm sure. I don't know how you feel, but I feel like if I don't get through all the stuff I wrote down, then I did a good job. Oh yeah, you know, the, <laughs> it's the a first date's good when you go. How do we start talking about this? Right. You yeah. know, that's a good first date. Yeah. A bad first date is. So, <laughs> what are you doing this weekend? Yeah, I, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah agreed. Um, okay, so thirty-seven and single. Uh, you know, title of the special, obviously. Are you single currently? I'm single. Uh, I've been going on dates. Mm -hmm. um, I've, yeah, okay. I, I, I would consider myself single. Um, yeah. Do your parents want you to end up with somebody who's Jewish? Yeah, and that's like my mom does. My dad yeah. doesn't care. And you like how aware are you of that? And like very aware. So you're like trying to find a good Jewish girl, typically. I mean, here's the thing about the Jewish thing: it, it, it can, it's so funny. Like that thing can made can be made sound bad, mm -hmm. and it can be made sound good. Totally. You know, someone go, "Oh, you're, you don't want to date, you know, this person who's perfectly nice and not Jewish." It's like, if you want to put me in that position, no, I don't want to date that person. Mm -hmm. um, here's the more, the more fun way to say it is like. I really think that like I have, you know, that I'm going to have more in common just by the numbers with someone who grew up Jewish just right out of the gate. Mm -hmm. And on the special, I'm talking about like how I'm the problem, how I make assumptions of people. I do want to be like the first date to feel like we've been together six months. Mm -hmm. So how do I get there? I'm going to play the numbers. The numbers are, the person who went to summer camp growing up and the person who had, you know, Rosh Hashanah, the person who built in, they come, you know, with their packaging. Totally. All the memories that I have. Yes. So that's really the nice way and the way I've rationalized yeah. why I, I would look to meet someone who's Jewish as opposed to not. But and I, I wasn't that way. I wasn't trying to like no, no, back no, no, you I know into you're a not. corner. I, but sometimes I, I get fearful when, because when I say that, I know that someone out there is well, that's fucked up. It could be. It could yeah. be considered fucked up. I don't know. I don't. I, yeah, think so. I don't think it is. And I and I ask because I, you know, we live in New York. I, I'm friends with tons of Jewish people right. who I all love. And it's funny because I found that it's hard to tell how like deeply committed to like 
all the Jewish right, stuff right, 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 a right. Jewish person might be. That's the that's the New York problem. Yeah. To me, as a Boston Jew, there's never been a place that's more Jewy than New York to me. Yeah. Like I in Boston, the community isn't that grand here. You could have Hasidic, you could have uh, modern Orthodox, regular right. Orthodox, you could have conservative, reform. Here has so much Judaism that I, 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 I didn't know that. All the Judaism. All of it. Yeah. And to your point, like uh, a guy who I played tennis with in college, very, very like uh, sort of uh, some sort of Orthodox situation. I don't know the specifics. So I don't right. want to like, talk one about of the, the one denominations. One of the many that I just said. Yeah. 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 So he would like do like a bunch of stuff right. that I had never seen in my life before with the, the, the arm film. Yeah. Yeah. And like a bunch, and I'm, I apologize that I don't know the specific name. You should I don't know see it. it. I, I barely know it. So, but, and I, I would have had no idea that he was so, uh, like rigorously a practicing right. religious person. Right. That That's one of those, I dated someone who was kosher. I realized it just wasn't for me. Mm -hmm. Um, I, my mom grew up kosher then was not mm -hmm. my brother's, fiance i think was kosher ish mm. um but not like i didn't meet her and go what i don't know what you know you're not relatable to me um yeah so but dude like 100 and like to for as an example i'll like smoke weed with my friend's dad and then find out that that same guy really cares that his son marries someone jewish right to me that somehow is confusing it is confusing i think it's a it, and to me it's not it gets less confusing when you think of that like I'm talking about on stage my family a lot. And it's it's like my family I get annoyed with. We yell, we get in fights. But I do enjoy hanging out with them. Like mm -hmm. I enjoy having the familial thing. Some people, they're like, get the fuck away from me. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm out of here. I don't need to go. Like I go on vacation with my parents. Mm -hmm. Like I, if they were like, we're going to Europe next year, I would go with them and have a great fucking time. Mm -hmm. I think that's what it has to do with is mm -hmm. like, if I'm going to have someone, cause I think like sometimes it feels like I'm in a family business. Like it's like, I have these partners at the firm <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you, yeah. And yeah. I have to like, I'm talking a lot about this and it's like, I need someone, I got, if I'm going to hire a partner for this firm, they got to fit in with the other partners. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And some people don't have to do that at all. And I envy that. Uh -huh. But I, I think especially for Jews, like, there is this thing of like, we're not going away anytime. You, you know, I'm, I gotta make sure this kid brings home someone that I'm going to relate to. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. I think the, you know, older people, they have the fear of, you know, they fear things in a way. The idea that you wouldn't relate to your son's girlfriend if she wasn't Jewish is crazy. Right, right. But that's them putting a rule in place because of their fears mm -hmm. that are crazy. Mm -hmm. But they are there. Right. You know? Right. And it can even just break down to like practical things too, like scheduling and, you know, well, if you're, if you're with her, then you guys will be doing that and you won't be able to do our thing. It would be easier if you right. were on the same page. Right. And right. we could all do all the same stuff. I, this is a hard conversation to have because it's like scary because you're just afraid to like, I'm, I'm afraid to sit here and say Jewish people and then say what they do afterward. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I have a Jewish I girlfriend. Wouldn't, yeah, but I wouldn't even think twice. I like, I, someone said that like, uh, Jamie Fox is in trouble for like anti-Semitism. Really? And I was like, what happened? They then they read the tweet. I was like, where is it? They're like, he said they, like killed Jesus. And I was like, 
I didn't hear Jew in that. You know, like I, I like I guess any use of they kill Jesus is you infer Jew, Jews. And I was like, I was like, aren't you more anti-Semitic for thinking that? <laughs> right, right, like right. I was like, that's not, I don't know. I, I'm also like, I'm always the wrong person asked. Like I come from like you know, we were we went to a conservative temple, but we were high holiday Jews. Like yeah. it was like we go to three things a year. We I went to summer camp with a bunch of Jews, but it wasn't even a Jewish summer camp. Like okay. it just by na by just randomness. Mm. Or not randomness, but by that just so happened to be 98% Jewish. So mm. and and that was in my town growing up wasn't that like it wasn't like I was surrounded by Jews my whole life. Mm -hmm. It was like my town had my one neighborhood was very Jewish and then the rest of the town was more Irish Catholic. Yeah. And so I don't it I, I even I'm not even confident enough in how much you know, I'm always like, I don't want to co-opt. Right. You know, right, like right, there's right, someone right. out there. And I do think like when I went to Israel, you look at like what religious Jews do, it does come from a place of like very um, it's like well thought out. Like they have a prayer where you wash your hands before dinner. Mm. And it's like, you, oh, you basically just want to make sure that you don't get fucking shit in your food. <laughs> like this was all, all right. it just feels like this all that. practically placed. Practically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They have a, um, like it's shit like that. Where you go, oh, like when a Jew dies, you do the shiva call. Mm -hmm. So five days you go to a house. What a great it's practical a great thing. thing. It's a great thing. For five days or whatever the amount of days are, there's a place where you get to go pay your respects and the family can be together and get fed by, you know, right. the community. Soften the initial blow. Have right. You're around, around people. Yeah. They knew you just got to be around people. You can't isolate yeah. Yeah. after a death. Yeah. What a nice thing. What a nice thing. Going off your phone on Friday night and not doing it until Saturday. Like, wouldn't we all be better people? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> right. You go. Totally. Right. And so, I don't know. A lot of the things, I it makes me want to be more religious just for the, just for the, the benefits. practicality yeah. benefits. But then, you know, I'm also like, I am not, mm -hmm. you know, I feel a little ridiculous. Mm -hmm. You know, like I wear a high now because it was my grandfather's, mm -hmm. you know, not because I'm like, you know, warding off the spirits, right. you know, right, like, right, I, don't right, know. Right. I don't know. That's probably shitty. To say. No, no, no. But it's, it's true. And that I think it's good that like, you're able to find you, which piece of it works for you. Right. If you are Jewish, you can, Something in, in most major religions, more religious. I, I just think it'd be fun to like, have a place to go. You know, like, I think about like, it sometimes you do. Yeah. Like going like to church, older. like not, maybe not literally going to church, but I like thinking of the idea that like, there's more and like, not even just because the idea of people I love dying sucks, but just like, because it feels like a nice thing and why not? Right. Go for the stories. Like some of those <laughs> like Bible stories are like, oh, and then yeah. really, these are good. This these are good stuff. There's yeah. a reason it's still the test of time. <laughs> right. Like when, I, like when they give the sermon at yeah. the end of the, you know, a temple, I go, oh, I get to hear this guy's fucking NPR, yeah. you know, like yeah, yeah, it's, it's yeah. dead talk, you know? Totally. Well, dude, at the very least, I have always enjoyed seeing the way that other cultures or, or religions or whatever do stuff because right. at the, there's always at least some good stuff in there that always. you can learn from. You know what I mean? Always. I mean, especially also like, I like the, you know, the food aspect of it to, to come back to food. It was like, you know, I, what I did, I, I went to Europe, I did shows in Europe and I had a travel agency like, Basically, I was like, here's my tour. 
Oh, you just did this, right? I think I talked to you before you went on. Yeah, in May. It was awesome. awesome. And the travel agent did a great job because they were like, what do you like to do? I go, I don't like museums. Like (laughs) now it's like, let me tell you, I'm a stupid fucking American. The next podcast you go on. Did you say you don't like museums? (laughs) Uh, uh, No museums, no learning, no reading. Um, (laughs) So I go, I go, I don't like museums. Um, I love food. Um, I love... uh, experience type of stuff mm. and i go also nice hotels i was like make go yeah. you know and they had me do these food tours in dublin and in copenhagen sick it was awesome and dublin the food is garbage <laughs> that's what they say, that's what they <laughs> say. it's horrible it was like but it was a great experience and a great way to like learn about a city because mm-hmm. i was like i'm not reading like fake reading a you know, right. a, a, a sign next to a, a, a statue. Mm-hmm. You have this like theater kid leading the way. It's always a theater kid. <laughs> um, um, and then the Copenhagen, Copenhagen has like two of the best restaurants in the world. Apparently yeah. there's like a huge food scene there. The food though, like is that's not their food. Like it's just right. fine chefs. Like they're the Copenhagen. I think they're more engineer types. So they like are really into the engineering of, great food right but the food that we had on the tour was like fine mm-hmm. they have this like they, they they do a big thing open face sandwiches that's like they're like national Sweet. whatever bring whatever. it on it was fine they compared it to sushi but for like them mm-hmm. i ain't going to a copenhagen <laughs> open face sandwich place anytime soon but i <laughs> i enjoyed learning through that right doing it doing it right. and right. you got the steps in you walk I don't know. That's like something like it's, it feels like a, like a vacation hack because then it's like at the most, I think they're like three hours. And then also you get these weirdos that are on the tour too. My whole tour in Dublin was like all 60 year old people from America. (laughs) My my parents were probably on it. They just did that recently. Like, like in Dublin too. That's hilarious. That would be insane. Yeah. And, and then like at one point they're like, there was a woman on the tour. She's like, what are you? Cause I'm alone. I'm this, Guy in his thirties alone in Dublin. <laughs> They're great, like, "What dude. is your deal? Like, what? Do you, we're all here because we're trying we're to tired. set you up with their daughters. <laughs> <laughs> Worse, they go, "Why are you here?" I go, "I'm a comedian." At some point, it came out, and she goes, "Oh, you, you're gonna like do a show at a bar oh, here?" And I'm like, "What do you think I came here? What?" <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. I'm like, "I'm here for shows for work. I'm a comedian. You know, there's a bar that does comedy." And I was like, and I had to like go. Cool, nice. Yeah. I'll go check it out. Like I'm like, no, there's like a tickets were bought. Yeah, yeah, You don't need to explain yourself to this lady either. Right, right, You're right. like, okay, I can't play that game. Yeah. No, 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 no. She was like, oh, we. And then it it was just really funny. I I and we sang happy birthday to one woman, and I like videoed it. Like, nice, and dude. I'm like singing happy birthday to some random 65 year old woman. <laughs> great yeah nice dude yeah i love shit like that that's great that sounds like a fulfilling experience i love that shit too um awesome man well dude thanks for coming on the pod this This was was fantastic had a great time so much fun yeah tell tell us about the special give us the official plug single that's out on netflix today honestly i say this someone messaged me they're like they told me that fortune feimster was telling people like just go watch for two minutes oh really and because i guess that's what gets you your view interesting and i'm like I don't like that. You know, like I, I <laughs> like, well, you can't go watch and just turn off. But then I, they explained it to me in a way they were like, they said they go, 
it, for them, they were saying that two minutes was edible. Like they were like, I don't, I don't have an hour. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, so I guess I, I, that does make sense. I think if you're in for two minutes, you're in for an hour. I think it's an enjoyable special. So just turn it on. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Thank uh, you. I did. You know what I did? I got my steps in while I listened to it. Oh, really? I brought it with me on the street and walked around. Love Two it. birds with one stone. Had the nice clarity. Really enjoyed it. Thank Looked you. great. Sounded great. It's hilarious. Jared Freed, uh, 37 and single. Go watch on Netflix. Follow him on Instagram. Watch him yell at some charcuterie if you can find one of those. <laughs> Talk about I'm the batch. All that shit is still up there. Uh, thanks for coming through, dude. Thank you, man. It was great. Yeah, yeah. sweet.